0: Welcome to Almost 30 Podcast.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Lindsay and Krista. Welcome to the show. Thank you
0: for being here.
1: It means a lot to us.
0: Let's take a breath. Feels so good. Feels really good. First one of the day. Mm -hmm. I've been doing on the Open app. They have a really good three-minute grounding breath with Mm -hmm. Manoj. And it has this like vibey beat. Mm. It's so good. It's kind of like... I love the vibe of Open. It's like a vibey caribbean type beat and then mm-hmm. you're just breathing to it it's fun <laughs> and minosh come on it makes it approachable <laughs> makes it sexy makes it good the open app you guys can get a free month of the open app they have breath work and meditation with code almost 30 if you want
1: mm-hmm. it's yeah it's so best.
0: good oh Fuj is here we got our kitty our resident no. kitty
1: Hooch food she wants is, to be on the podcast that's what she said
0: Yeah, she said she wants to do her own episode but we're trying to figure out what the content will be about <laughs> So we're trying to figure <laughs> that out right now. Um, hope you guys are doing well. We are halfway into the year, which is so wild, halfway into 2022. Feels like it was 2020, two days ago. I know. And I was thinking lately about again, about how it has been two years since COVID. And we have not had like a collective recap together.
1: I know. We I know need we mentioned this. We mentioned this briefly to you guys in an episode the other week, but like, yeah, it's one of those things where just now. It's almost like the sensations in the body. Mm -hmm. When you're going out into the world, you're like, okay, so we're back to quote normal, but there is like a missing piece. Mm -hmm. There's a missing piece to the experience of like, can we have like a group meeting? Mm. Yes. (laughs) Can we just, can we talk to each other about what just happened to you individually? How are you feeling? But also just collectively. Yes. How do we do?
0: And even Big like- Zoom call. From like a higher level perspective of, I don't know if this is like a governmental body or whatever this would be, but it's like we as a collective need to look at, okay, how did I handle this? What happened? What was my reaction? What would I do different? What would I do better? How am I healing? How am I relating to people in a different way? And I'm like, is the governmental bodies or the structures or the powers that be, are they looking like, huh, how did we react? What worked? What didn't? It's a, I can imagine a hard thing
1: because. There's like this web. So if, say, the government in power says, yeah, actually, we fucked that up, take responsibility, but also like, yeah, we could have done that better and how are you doing and da-da-da-da-da. Then there would be a media part of the web that would be like, "Yeah, oh, so you were, you know, there's yeah. kind of this like, people can't take responsibility in a way that feels safe and grounded yeah. because there's that risk of like, oh, so you knew
0: you were." Wrong, and yes. you know it's like yes. a weird thing. You yes. know that's even with public figures and people online. I yeah. think that a lot of people have a hard time taking responsibility because of that fear of being like, "Well, we knew." Totally, but I love when people take responsibility. Yeah,
1: but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't allow for that just really healthy progression of this whole thing. Yes, <laughs> like, this whole thing called life. This whole thing called life, where we can be like, "Yeah, actually, I would have done that." Diff-. Like, even can we think about a personal example? Have you ever been like, yeah, I, I would have done that differently, or yes, yeah, I actually see where I was wrong there. That's and- my favorite
0: thing. It literally feels so good. God, I just found out something that was in a situation I'm in, how I was wrong, and I'm so relieved. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, yes, oh my gosh, because oh, my, I'm so relieved at it. I'm like, yes, the final missing puzzle piece. Because yes. it's like, oh, this, you know, it's a control thing to be honest. Yes. It's a control thing if we really get down to it. Because then I'm like. The part of me is like, I can do better. <laughs> you know, there's mm-hmm. like that that part that gets activated in me. It's really positive to take responsibility all the mm-hmm. time and to know. And then it's also the perfectionist where I'm like, what do I have to do? But I think you're right. It
1: is the missing piece. Cause sometimes we can be operating in relationship or if we're talking about like personal relationship where there's something that's like unsaid and we don't know what it is. And yes. then we're operating off of not truth yet because yes. it hasn't been said. So it's like this weird, and I'm sure you all have felt this, where you can feel there's like a residue of something. Hmm,
2: yes. Something's
1: been unsaid or something is unprocessed or there's that missing piece. And that's what, yes, of course, you want to fix it. You want to like do better. And I think that's healthy. But I think it's just really relieving and empowering to like, shine the light and be like, yeah, oh, that's the, that's, that's the core thing mm-hmm. that we're dealing with.
0: And it could like liberate both people and, and whoever's involved, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. With that, it's taking responsibility for your perception of the thing is the key, mm. you know, because we've been yeah. in situations where people call out the thing and their perception of the thing is their perception. And it's actually not what the experience is for the other person. Yes. So I think it's always in every situation where you have the courage to call it out. It's like, I'm perceiving this to be. Mm
1: -hmm. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. But
0: it does wake people up out of like a slumber almost when you call people to honesty or truth or attention. And sometimes I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, some days Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I just want to eat my lunch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. You know what I mean? (laughs) Can we pause? Can we like, can I just scroll Uh, on my
1: phone? I know.
0: I'm excited about this episode. I'm very excited. So... We
1: are sharing with you all the workshop that Debbie Brown did during camp summer 2021. So it's almost a year ago. And we are doing this in celebration of camp coming up again and also membership opening. But Debbie is a dear friend of ours. And this workshop just, it it stopped time. It was so magnetic, so powerful, And we thought it would just be really beautiful to share it with you here.
0: Yeah. So normally we don't share our camp recordings after camp. They live within our membership portals. We have tons of and hours and hours of workshops with some of the best in the game living in our membership portal from our camps. And this one, our team reviewed basically all of them was like, this would be perfect for the podcast. Devi is a leader and teacher at Chopra. She has her own healing modality. She's someone that has really just grown up in the business and become this amazing master wellness educator and healer. Um, she has the Dropping Gems podcast, and I have done healing sessions with her, and she's one of the most powerful people I've ever. Yeah. She's honestly a gem, a magician, and so beautiful. So yeah. this will be so incredible. So in the session, we will explore with Debbie moving through limiting thoughts, connecting with your personal myth, and creating an internal structure needed to live within a path of ease grace, and unlimited access to the highest version of your life. How does that sound? Say no more. I, I want more. Take me on the ride, Debbie Take me Dev. on the ride. You can find more about Debbie at Debbie Brown on Instagram, DebbieBrown.com. And then you can meditate with her on the show app. Yeah.
1: Incredible. And if you are curious about the Almost 30 membership, make sure you go to Almost30.com, join the wait list, and sign up for camp, baby. It's free. It's completely free and Krista and I have curated a different experience this year, and we're really excited to share it with you. So,
0: yeah, it's going to be super special. You'll get a taste of our membership. You will get tons and tons of resources and support and community and access to mm-hmm. Lindsay and I. So, enjoy this one. We love you so much. Almost30.com for everything about Almost30 and our membership community, Almost30 podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And then, me, you can find on Instagram at it's Krista. And I'm at Lindsay Simpson.
1: All right, y'all enjoy this. We'll see you on the other side.
3: See you soon. Thank you so much. It feels so beautiful to be joining everyone in this space. I want to start our session together today by just taking a couple breaths and specifically attuning and aligning our energy to this session and the idea of living a limitless life. And we're gonna dive into all those pieces in just a moment. But to begin, I would like to ask everyone if it's safe and if it's comfortable in this moment
2: to get a little more comfortable in your seat or find a comfortable seat. Uncross your legs. And if you are able, gently close your eyes with me now. And as our eyes are gently closed,
3: And we're sitting really comfortable and relaxed while also supporting our spines. We're going to take in a few deep breaths together. And we're just going to anchor to this exact moment in time and connect ourselves to the highest vision of our lives. So together, let's take a deep inhale through our nose and we're going to hold it at the top.
2: And then we'll exhale with a sigh through our mouths. Let's begin our inhale now. holding it, releasing. We'll do that two more times together here,
3: beginning that deep, nourishing, full inhale through
2: your nose, really experiencing your heart expanding as we do that together, and then holding it, letting
3: that vibrant life Nourishing air circulate through your body.
2: And now releasing. And we'll do that once more together. Go ahead and begin your inhale through your nose. And now eyes still gently close for a moment. But freely returning to a natural breath, whatever feels good for you. I want you now with your expanded heart, your open crown chakra above your head. I want you to bring forward the word "limitless." And I want you
3: to just let it sit inside of your body right now and notice what comes
2: up. Maybe it's a thought. Maybe it's a connection to the word. Maybe it's even an againstness to the word or an enthusiasm or a memory. We're not judging anything that
3: comes up. We're just allowing and observing. But let's really
2: allow that word to take up space in our bodies, even if we're unsure of how to utilize it. And as that word, limitless, rests in your heart, I want you now to invite your higher self into the room with you, into this experience,
3: into the next moments we'll be spending together. And if it feels comfortable, maybe you bring your right hand to your heart center. Maybe take that left hand and maybe place it on your abdomen your solar plexus chakra, your
2: sacral. And you can say silently to yourself, I'm inviting in my higher self. I am inviting in my highest self. And now is the most authentic
3: Radiant version of you who is residing inside in this moment.
2: Let's set an intention for what we are looking to bring forward with the next 30 minutes we'll spend together. And that intention can be as simple as My intention is to anchor into the present moment, really inviting in the opportunity to hear fully to hear clearly, to be undistracted. And it can also be my intention for this moment together is to transform, is to heal. Whatever feels most resonant for you, trust the voice that's coming through in this moment. And let's set a supportive intention Honoring that voice. And now that our intentions are set, you can release
3: the hold on your heart, on your abdomen. You can wiggle your fingers, your
2: toes. (sighs) And now gently open your eyes. Mm. Well, that felt good. All right. Let's get to it. You are limitless.
3: Again, I'm so happy to be here. My name is Debbie Brown. I'm the Chief Impact Officer at Chopra Global. I'm also an energy healer, an author, and a mama. Many other things. We're all so many facets, so many layers. Ah, <sighs> this idea of limitless living. When I used to hear people speak to that idea of an abundant life, a limitless life, you can do and be anything. I used to think. Yeah, in theory, that sounds good, but surely not me. Surely not with my history of grief. Surely not with the tragedies I've experienced or the againstness of self that I experience. Maybe that's for a couple people, but is that really possible? And the global pandemic was my greatest teacher of what's possible, because I found that in a year of profound hardship for so many of us, profound challenge, so much reinvention, so much self-soothing. I found it to be the year that unlocked the most fully expressed version of myself that I'd been thus far. And I've been doing this work for a long time and I've had beautiful opportunities, gratefully so, for a long time. But this was the year that I sat in myself at the deepest level possible and got to dive into all the crevices So this moment for us is really in support of clearing out those crevices, standing in grace, standing in your radiance, and magnetizing things to you. So as we kind of bring that awareness into this space, I want to connect with you four different steps you can utilize right now in this moment to really activate that ability to live without limits. And when I say live without a limit, That's not to say that we're not going to encounter challenge. That's not to say that there are not structures in place that sometimes make us feel like it's a little harder to express and to move and to stretch. But what it does mean is that we are not allowing a ceiling or a lid to be placed on top of us in any moment. We can accept the moment as we're striving for more, but we are truly experiencing and visualizing our lives without that lid that blocks our crown without that ceiling, that creates a limitation or a perceived limitation, sometimes showing up as our own thoughts. That's what we're really looking to dive into and savor in this moment. So the first step in limitless living is get curious. Get curious about yourself. And when I say get curious about yourself, I really mean at both the micro and macro level. We wanna get granular about what our foundation was and be as honest with ourselves as possible about the deepest truth of it so that we can transcend it. So we think in terms of the culturally created self versus the authentic self. And let's dive into a little bit what each of those terms actually means. So the culturally created self, that's the version of us that has been shaped by society. That's the version of us that has been shaped by our family systems. And as with everything, there's duality. There's the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, the dark and the light. There are always gonna be opposites and reversals for the things that we experience. But when we get a chance to really look at them through eyes that are not in judgment of our experience, that are just curious about our experience, we have the opportunity to not just transcend the experience and move forward, but we have the opportunity to actually turn all of those experiences into the fuel that will guide and unleash the fullness of our dharma. And Dharma in Sanskrit is loosely translated as purpose, but it also means deepest truth. The deepest truth of your life that is available to you. So as we come into that curiosity, we just begin to investigate. And when I say investigate, it really is separating yourself from the judgment of the experience or how you wished it would have played out and really looking at it with, hmm, how did that happen? Why did that happen? What is the deeper meaning of that? What is the connection to my lineage, to perhaps my ancestry? What are the things that I'm picking up in this tapestry, the smaller weavings? And really looking at them with a sharp, discerning eye and not an eye of why has this happened to me, which is valid because so many things happen to us without our direct consent, starting from the moment we arrive here. But when we come into that space, if we can switch the lens into that curiosity, there's so much room for freedom and there's so much room to step into the mastery of who you are. So the culturally created self versus the authentic self, a great way to experience those two is in a moment that you might feel charge coming up asking, what part of me is reacting to this? Is it my highest self, the version of myself that is connected to my wholeness, my worthiness in every moment? Or is it the culturally created version of me that is in comparative mode? I am experiencing my life based on how it measures up to other lives, or how it measures up to other experiences, or how it measures up to the stories that I've told myself or the way that I've experienced myself. So that little investigation creates such a tremendous amount of opportunity for expansion. We'll get to that a little more deeply in step four. But as we sit in that beautiful space, that curiosity, what you're really looking to invoke, and it may feel good to write this down so you can remember Even the lens of joyful curiosity can be a great use of kind of that diving in and that investigation. But you're really looking to excavate, which is kind of carve out and bring forward, and also investigate every thought and every belief. Sometimes we get scared to investigate our beliefs because we think it is disloyal, either to our family system, to different versions of ourselves that we've been or society as a whole, or we get nervous about, well, what will I believe if I don't believe that? How will I connect if that is not my centerpiece? But what's really important is so many of our beliefs were just placed upon us and used as tools at various levels of our development. But when we get to investigate them and really look and say, does this still feel true? Does this feel nourishing? Does this feel like the loving way to live? Then we get to refine for ourselves and and choose. And sometimes it will be, yeah, I'm going to carry forth that tradition. That feels really good. Or, yeah, I actually really got a great foundation of that knowing, of that belief, of that understanding of faith or psychology. And sometimes it's, wow, that really limited me. Being told to think in this way, being told to believe in this way, viewing life through maybe good and bad, viewing life through punishment and reward. I don't think that fits who I want to be in this moment. And so we just get to be in choice. What we're really looking to do in the step one of living this limitless life is get curious so that we can always stand in choice and be able in each moment to decide for ourselves where we want to go, who we want to be, what we want to do. So that's step one, limitless living. Step two is start noticing the themes and the patterns in your life. You know, I know now so many of us are getting deeply connected to some of the deeper work and something that is shared really powerfully and beautifully on the Almost 30 podcast are so many different tools, a multitude, a variety of ways to explore yourself spiritually, ways to explore what your life purpose and meaning is. So getting things done like your birth chart or your Enneagram or your human design or all of the tools where you can really investigate what is my unique blueprint, that can be really powerful. What can also be really powerful is taking time to just jot down the memories that have stuck with you. You can do this in a journal. You can do this in a voice note. Does not have to be dear diary style. It can also be quick bullet points as they come to you. Again, always experiencing them through the lens of non judgment and through the lens of curiosity. But start investigating yourself. That same skill set that you might put towards Instagram for the person that you're dating or the person that you're not talking to anymore. Let's apply that same finely tuned, beautiful investigative ability to our actual souls and our spirits. Let's get granular. Let's get our notebooks out. Let's create that book of self and keep track of our feelings, keep track of how we want to feel, how we want to be, and also notice and honor all the versions of ourselves that we were before this one, because those pieces are worthy too. So noticing the themes and patterns means keep notes on yourself. Even the notes that you feel like you might be embarrassed of in the future. Maybe you're having a day where you're really angry, really upset, but you don't want to note it down because you don't want to be perceived as an angry or upset person, or you don't want someone to find it and maybe think ill of you. Those are all limiting thoughts. When we want to live a limitless life, our first concern is how we feel and how we can expand and love ourselves at the deepest level possible. So that also means being willing. Being willing to witness ourselves in those moments that society told us we shouldn't express and shouldn't feel. So noticing the themes and the patterns, keep notes on yourself. Keep a notebook of you. Number two, what are the myths and the archetypes that play in your life? And this, don't think too hard about this because you can kind of savor this and expand into this long after this session. But I highly recommend starting to look into archetypes as tools for your spiritual ascension and your personal growth, looking at myths. You know, the way that we experienced myths when we were younger was most likely through mythology, either Roman or Greek or Egyptian or all the stories, so many myths available to us. But they were really meant to be tools to invoke a deeper understanding at the greater story being told in our lives. And how to notice the themes and how to actually rise to the occasion of our lives in powerful ways. So as we take notes on ourselves, and sometimes that means really jotting down our most traumatic experiences, being willing to really look at what was the bigger story being told and, hmm, was this experience in the generation before me? Was that experience in the generation before them? Is there some commonality happening? Is there a pattern that I can notice? Because when we start to make those connections, those dot, 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 and draw the lines, that's when we find our freedom. That's when we can trust our power. That's when we can be our full selves. So don't be scared to look at the shadows. Don't be nervous to write down the true feeling of what's going on in your life or what went on in your childhood, your adulthood now. How you experienced your parents, really notice those things without judgment, just curiosity, so that you can transcend them and free yourself. And so that you can also see the grace that is always available to us, that is always woven into the fibers of any challenge we may be experiencing. There is always grace available. But if we don't witness ourselves, if we don't observe ourselves, if we don't document ourselves, That also means we're not able to really point out the whispers from God, the whispers from spirit. It means we also are not going to be privy to what were the blessings, what were the miracles that happened or that were available to me? Where was my growth? So as you track your shadows, you also get to track your light and your growth. So that is number two for living without limits. So far, we've done get curious without judgment then we've moved into start noticing the themes and the patterns. And now for the third one, nourish yourself. The only way to live a truly, truly limitless life is to set yourself as a number one priority, which is not the same thing as selfish. And I'm pretty sure as listeners of the Almost 30 podcast, you guys are all very familiar with how important self-care is and how it doesn't relate. To selfishness. Something we explored on my episode of the show was not leaning into martyrdom because that's what society has passed down to us as the role of women, really creating that path by stepping into our lives as the designers and the divine co-creators of our experience along with God, along with spirit. So coming into a space of nourishment means making a priority that you spend time with you. And it doesn't just mean, okay, I'm going to work out. Okay, I'm going to do my meditation. It means spending time with yourself for your spiritual development, but with ease in it. So when we are really taking care of ourselves at the deepest level possible, we are unable to unlock our sacred creativity at a high level. Our sacred creativity, which resides within our sacral chakra and for women that is represented as our womb space, not just birth life, literally, you know, not just childbearing, but that is the seat of your power that births your heart's deepest desires, that births your most sacred, sacred, and impactful levels of your own creativity. And everyone watching here is a profoundly creative person. Whether you've recognized that within yourself or not, that might be yet to be seen. But that is what the deepest truth is. Every person watching this is incredibly powerful and has the ability to magnetize, has the ability to manifest, has the ability to create large vision for the world and for yourself. So when we come into that space of accessing our sacred creativity through nourishment, through showing up for us, through being willing to just be still and quiet and not control everything. Stillness and quiet is self-care. Then we can access some of our deeper layers. Another step in that in that self-nourishment is really find a way to carve out a sacred space. can look however pleases you. That can mean that this sacred space can be a corner, it can be a windowsill, it can be an entire room, it can be a nook, it can be a drawer. But it's a place that feels tender for you. It's a place that feels nourishing for you. It's a place where you can be gentle with yourself and keep treasured items keep spiritual items whether that is crystals perhaps a bible or a family heirloom something of your ancestry perhaps their intention candles or so many varieties of things spiritual books incense um, some coals and some copal resin now i'm saying what my favorite things in my sacred space are But when we come into that sacred space, we're adding our energetic seasoning and we're really able to open a portal within our homes, a portal within ourselves, where we can always return to that deepest level. And it takes intention, it takes thoughtfulness, and it takes daily decisive action. To be on this path, to be on a path of the seeker, to be on a path of accessing your Dharma, accessing the higher version of you, it means your active participation. And so if you're noticing that you do have a self-care practice or a spiritual practice or sacred ritual that you like to lean into, it can feel really, really nourishing to constantly be checking back. Does this still feel good? Is there something else I'd like to do? If it ever feels restless or constricting, it's just an opportunity to investigate new ways to show up for you. doesn't have to be all the perfect postures in yoga. It can also mean Maybe I just spend some time with oil and I stretch my body as I am massaging myself and just being with me in silence and noticing my breath. Maybe it's painting, maybe it's taking a walk. But meditation as a foundation is incredibly, incredibly important and powerful. That stillness and that silence, you cannot meet yourself at the deepest level. You cannot access the highest level of your life. If you don't create the spaciousness to do so, and that spaciousness means being still being silent and allowing things to come, not just outpouring what you think is the best vision, not just trying to control all the outcomes. You are amazing. However, the real deeper parts of who you are and what you can be in this world, you're not able to fathom. You can't fathom yet. You haven't been it yet. So that's why you have to create the space and the allowance and the receptivity to bring forward, to invoke. We want a path of grace and ease, which means not always trying to do. It's receive. It's allow. It's come into that space of radiance and majesty and deep belief that life is showing up for you at an impactful high level that you are an empowered designer and co-creator of this experience and can bring forward what is necessary to get to the deepest level of your dharma possible. So that was step three, nourish yourself. Did you know that the drugs we take
1: to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? (laughs) What? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. DeLoon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health because our cycles affect every aspect of our wellness, period pain, mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, energy, and more. I, I don't know about you, but you know, some, some months I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything has to stop, but it really can't <laughs> because I'm experiencing you know, really bad cramps or headaches, fatigue, bloating, you name it. I've really tried a lot of things. And while I think I've gotten most of my symptoms under control, it doesn't mean they still don't happen and kind of disrupt my Flow, so I was really excited to find Daloon and recommend it to a lot of my friends, and they have been absolutely loving it. I was talking to a friend the other day that experienced like really really bad periods, cramps, and just all these symptoms, and she was so happy uh, to try Daloon. She's noticed that her symptoms have subsided, they don't last as long, they're not as intense, and she can really just be in her life, which is really nice. So Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. It'll help you all month long while also relieving your cramps and PMS during your period. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally, which I'm all about, and start feeling like your best self. So if you want high potency, fast acting supplements for your period cramps, PMS, and really getting your cycle health in its prime top condition, like 92% of their customers report that relief, try to
3: The fourth step in being able to live a truly limitless life, which means a life where you don't have that ceiling, a life where you don't have a lid. There's not a point that you can go and then go no farther. Limitless life means expansive, it means abundant, it means taking up space. And to really do that, you have to work your process, but you have to work it in real time, minute by minute. It's not enough to be hoarding all these tools and buying all the spiritual books and taking the courses, if you are only remembering what you should have done as you're in the shower replaying conversations or at the end of your day, you are utilizing these tools, you are here in this moment to have things that you can actively rely upon, to have things that you can actively connect to in each moment. These tools are important not just to shed our past and not just to be in a place of healing the wounds that we've experienced, but your daily process is incredibly important for the minute by minute refining that is necessary for living a big life for living an abundant life and a life without minutes, excuse me, a life without (laughs) limits. And so when we're in that space and we're working our process in real time, that can look like I'm at the traffic light and I'm getting really upset and instead of just allowing that upsetness for whatever is happening, maybe it's someone that cut me off, maybe it's me frustrated with the way that I use my time, it's taking a moment in that exact second to show up for you in real time by taking a breath and then investigating what am I really upset about? What is the deeper experience? And when you get into the groove of working your process in real time, minute by minute refinements, minute by minute mastery... What happens is those moments become less and less. So where you might've been investigating something and it might've really kind of sat you down for the weekend to work through, you're now moving through in 30 seconds, 60 seconds. You're moving through it in an afternoon because you've been showing up actively in each moment, constantly moving away debris, constantly moving away debris. Because when we get into this space of mastery, it is less about sometimes the bigger breakthroughs. You might've really experienced thus far some profound breakthroughs in your life. The mastery is in the crevices. The mastery is in those many moments where you are diving in and pulling out, diving in and pulling out, where you're in remembrance of your wholeness and your power. To live limitless means that there is this deep internal belief and deep internal knowing that you are worthy that you are enough, that you are whole and that you have immeasurable power residing inside of you. Every single person watching right now, all close to a thousand, every single person watching right now has unbounded potential and unbounded power inside of them. But when you stay in limited mindset, when you stay in that role of your culturally created self, which is you showing up, playing roles for people, you showing up, having a mask, saying something you didn't really feel, saying yes to something you knew you wanted to say no to. When you're in that space, you get to really harness your internal majesty, your personal power. And when you do, it commands the world. It commands everyone. And every one of us has that ability. So, our four steps to being limitless, you are limitless, so live like it, is one getting joyfully curious about all of the stories in your life, all of the myths at play, all of the patterns that you're noticing, getting really curious about who you are and what that means to be you, how that feels to be you. The second one is noticing the themes and the patterns keeping notes on yourself. What are the myths? What are the archetypes? And number three is nourishing yourself. Invoke that sacred creativity, love on you. Do things that feel pleasurable. Do things that make you feel safe. Do things that make you feel creative, that make you feel curious, that make you feel expansive. And four, work your process in real time, minute by minute mastery. Dive into the crevices in each moment. Challenge every thought you have in each moment and say, is that true? Is there a deeper thought? Is there a fuller thought that's available to me? I would just close out and offer this affirmation for anyone that needs it. Say it three times a day or set an appointment to say it. It could be every time you wash your hands. I'm going to say my affirmations when I wash my hands. I'm going to say my affirmations anytime I touch my hair. I'm going to say my affirmations anytime I see a mirror. This affirmation is very simple but incredibly transformative. And even if you don't yet believe the words that I'm about to say, I would like you to just try them on and continue to try it on until it fits. So you can gently close your eyes or you can look at me as I say this and you might want to write this down.
2: I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. Whether you need
3: to say that with a tender, gentle voice on some days, or you need to say it with a commanding presence as you look at yourself in your own eyes in the mirror, that simple phrase can change everything for you. You love yourself, but even deeper than that, you are an acceptance of yourself in your life. And that is one of the biggest cornerstones to living a limitless life. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so
0: much, Debbie. Again, you can find Debbie Brown at Debbie Brown. This is one of the many workshops and hours and hours of supportive content that we have living in our membership portal now. So anyone that joins the membership gets access to every single workshop we've ever done thus far, which is crazy I because know. we do one or more workshops a month they're incredible so you get so many resources to support you for probably a lifetime yeah the in library the now. is the library is amazing you can really choose your own an adventure
1: and thank you to our sponsors for this episode so you can find information and special discounts for you our almost 30 community in the show notes as well as on almost30.com Thank you for joining us every single week. It means the world to us. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you're called, leave a five-star review. It means a lot. All right. We will see you next time.
0: We'll see you soon.